Hey, we got a new sponsor today. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by The Artist Guide, attention on signing independent artists and inspiring music business people. Uh, we all know how important it is to get your music on iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, and Apple Music. Uh, but did you know, like, they all have one thing in common, right? And they offer little uh, to nothing uh, when it comes to marketing your music and helping you market your music to your fans and uh, discover, get discovered by new fans. So look, there's this new thing here called the Artist Guide, and um, it's all about you know the guide to selling your music without iTunes. And it's going to provide you with six alternative platforms to use uh, for not just selling your music um, on your new album or your new single, uh, but also selling physical products like merch and bonus content, right? Uh, also with apps and, and, and through widgets and, and things of that nature. So look, just for being a listener to today's podcast, what you got to do is go over to theartistguide.co. That's everything spelled correctly, theartist, A-R-T-I-S-T-S, guide.co. You go over there right now um, for more information and you use this promo code. Please write down the promo code. It's S-O-D-D iTunes 25. Once again, that's S-O-D-D for straight out the den, of course, iTunes 25 at the checkout. And you're going to get 25% off of your download, right? 25% off. You can't beat that. Everybody's looking for deals. You're trying to cut corners and save some money. Use the promo code. You're going to get 25% off. Um, and you're going to get your music directly to your fans and find a tool uh, to make new fans with the artist guide to selling your music without iTunes. Definitely check it out. I highly recommend it. It's just another alternative tool for you guys to have uh, to further your career. So once again, go to the artistguide.co and make sure you use the promo code SODD iTunes 25. All right. So this week's podcast, um, a lot of things happened this week. I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of things happened that made me think about uh, doing this particular podcast. Right. So uh, I, as you guys may or may not know, I do a lot of shows around the city, um, anywhere between two to four shows a month uh, that I do in various uh, various locations around Atlanta. And on different occasions, you know, this this thing came up. I had some examples of, um, you know, artists asking me, you know, uh, why they went on at a certain time. And I had another artist that came up and just wasn't as cordial as as they should have been um and it, it was a bunch of things right and i don't really want to go into all that because there's no bad blood or anything like that i definitely don't want you guys to think that there's any bad blood uh but there it, it did spark conversation and it made me think like well maybe uh this is a subject that we need to talk about on the podcast right so uh what we're going to talk about today is how to catch and keep a promoter's attention right and so Sometimes I don't like to think of myself as a promoter. I'm just a music guy. I love music. I love doing uh, different things and helping out indie artists. But, you know, I, I understand that it, sometimes I assume that role I am a promoter. And so it just got me to thinking about some ways that I can really try to help you guys out just in case you come into contact uh, with other promoters in your city or if you're yourself in this same situation or if you're a promoter, some things that you can look out for. Right. So, uh one one example that I want to use is I met a dope artist, a very dope artist, and, you know, I was just having a conversation with them and I told him, like, you know what, next time you're in Atlanta, let me know. I'll love to have you on one of my shows. And they, they were very gracious uh, with the offer and they looked at me and with a clear face and no jokes aside, they said, cool, man. So, you know, what's the ticket? How much is going to be for me to, you know, um, 
And, and I looked puzzled. I was like, huh? Like, what are you talking about? And it was like, yeah, I, I want to know, like, um, how much is it going to be for me to perform? And, you know, it was right then and there where I, I completely forgot that this happens. Right. We even had a podcast talking about it paying to perform and why you shouldn't pay to perform and all of these things. But nevertheless, that happens. And, and I understand that. And, and so I simply told the artist that, hey, I, I personally don't charge artists to perform. I, I think that your music and your personality will speak, um, you know, enough for you. That's enough payment for me. I just want you guys to get out here and perform and give you a shot. You know, I, I do want everybody to get a shot that I feel deserves a shot and the key is to make some good music and have a good personality. And, you know, if people tell me that you have a decent show, I want to see it for myself and I want to put you in front of a crowd that you get the opportunity to do so on your own. Right. And so all of these things had me thinking like, man, you know, maybe I should kind of talk about this to everybody. So that and, and you know, certain spots. And I had another conversation um, with a guy that wanted to know, um, about, you know, why they had a certain spot and, and why they, you know, were, were going on last as opposed to going on first or in the middle. And um, a couple other things happened. Right. And, and so I just wanted to share all of these stories with you and, and kind of give you guys some insight on a few things that you should be looking for and how you can find yourself, um, how not to find yourself in those same positions. Right. So the first thing that I want to do is really talk about how do you get on the radar or, or um, of promoters in your city or, you know, in cities outside of that area. There there are a couple of things that you can do. Uh, most importantly, I always stress to make, you know, quality music. Now, quality music don't necessarily, you know, music is subjective. You've heard me say that from time to time. Um, and so it's all about your, your fan base, know what your fan base like. But at the end of the day, you got to make quality music and that quality music means that you got to have quality sound, uh, quality production, quality songwriting, all of those things across the board to to make good music to the point to where somebody wants to entertain having you on your show. So once you get the quality music out the way. You, you may even need a, a creative marketing campaign that to spark some attention and uh, get people to looking at you and, and figuring out, hey, what is it about that person that's so great? I, I see something in them. Uh, let, let me make a few calls and, and find out for myself and invite them on the show. Uh, the other thing and most important thing is the networking and, and referrals. I know that, you know, you, you see artists around the city, a lot of them are performing and, and those flyers make a big deal when you're constantly seeing flyers and you're looking at names on the flyer. I'll tell you firsthand me as a promoter. A lot of times I look at these different shows that's going around the city. Um, Atlanta is a melting pot when it comes to music. And so there are always a show going on. Right. We're, we're going to have a show every day of the week here in Atlanta. It, it's never going to fail. There's you, you always have a place to perform here in Atlanta, whether you're paying to perform or you're, you're finding your way on the showcase. But you're always going to have a place to perform here in Atlanta. So uh, with that being said, you know, sometimes I'll look I'll look at, at these different flyers and. I'll try to find out like, hey, OK, I've seen this name quite a few times. Let me go and do the research on the music and see if it's somebody that I may want to put on one of my shows. And, and so that that helps, you know, being around and, and constantly being on the market, that helps. But some of you may not be at that point yet. You may still be trying to figure out how to really get the attention and get a chance to perform. Uh, so I would definitely suggest all of those things, you got to make sure that you are out there networking. Even if you're not performing, you got to go out to these shows. Uh, if, if there's a show that you may, uh, 
you know, want to be on, then I would suggest going to the show. Go go to the show. Check it out. Make sure, number one, that it's a show that you really want to be on. Uh, make sure that they're doing something that interests you and, and it makes sense for both parties. Now, uh, once you're out there at the show, find out uh, who is the promoter of the show. Uh, you can find out through the people that's actually performing or if you just pay attention, you can kind of get a sense of who who's running the show there. Uh, get right in contact with those people. Find a good time to do a, a very chill time to do that. It'll be toward the end of the show, just to be honest with you. Uh, most promoters, um, if you're like me, you are constantly um, thinking. Um, you're probably doing multiple roles. You, you are trying to make sure that everybody is on cue uh, with their start times and you're making sure that they they're coming in and out appropriately and making sure that hey if somebody's running a little long you're, you're there on the side of the stage to cut them and let them know like hey got to get you off the stage you're running over time all of those things a promoter is, is more than likely probably taken care of so um, you may have to wait a little bit later on at the night to talk to them and really engage and have a, a proper conversation with them but uh, that's the one of the the quickest things that you can do is actually go out to these shows find those promoters and talk to them directly right there and have a, a reason for them to want to listen to your music you know um, you, you probably they're not going to take a CD some of them will but uh, they may not so you, you either want to have like um, those digital cards that, that have links to your music on it have a business card take their contact right then and there ask them hey what's the proper way for me to contact you about performing on your show and most of the time they'll give you all the necessary information right then and there so uh, that's the most important thing now now that you're on the radar and before we get into on, being on the radar i do want to uh, take this time to tell you guys um about raps and hustle uh they are a sponsor here on the straight out the damn podcast and what they're offering right now are um, advertising i can't say that word advertising packages uh so definitely contact them you can look on their website at rapsandhustles.com that's r-a-p-s-a-n-d-h-u-s-t-l-e-s.com uh definitely go and look around their youtube channel uh, they have some very exciting things going on there and they do offer uh video services as well so uh make sure you check them out follow them on all things social media and most importantly and most importantly let them know that straight out the den sent you. My apologies, I just can't talk today. I'm, a lot of things going on in my head. So, um, yeah. So now that we're transitioning into the uh, other part here, now that you're on the radar and those promoters know you've caught their attention, uh, whether that's been through a live show, um, you know, making that good quality music, or you actually went and checked out one of their shows and just introduced yourself, you're on the radar. Nevertheless, they know who you are at this point, right? So, they've booked you for a show what what should you do next right and i'm going to share with you a couple of things that just as a promoter on this side of, of the coin that you've I, i've personally seen that it, it hurts the artist i'm just going to be clear and cut with you it, it really hurts the artist and so i'm going to share these things with you and, and hopefully you'll learn not to make these same mistakes the number one thing that you should do to keep the promoter's attention once they booked you for an event is to actually go out and promote the performance. I can't stress with to you the importance of doing this. I've done countless numbers of shows. I've been throwing shows for quite some time now. And I can tell you almost every show that I put on, there's at least one person that never posts a flyer. 
if they don't post, they either don't post a flyer or they'll post it one time and never say anything else about it, right? Now, let me explain to you why that is a, a huge no-no um, in the world of keep making sure that you're going to keep a promoter's attention, right? Now, we are all our fans for, for the most part of social media, or if we're not a fan, we are on it because we know that being on social media is one of the most important keys uh, to keeping your name out there and get, keeping some attention uh, on what you're doing. So what's the most important thing? A mention or an ad, um, right? And so as long as that information is there, if people can see that you're actually you know, taking the time out to post a flyer, then they see those things. And then now they can gravitate uh, towards that and, and notice that, hey, OK, this person is really going hard here. They're really promoting. They're really um, doing some things here. So that's what you want um, to happen. You want to make sure that you're, you're constantly tagging them on, on social media. You want to make sure that you are uh, working to their benefit and to your benefit, you're constantly promoting, you're telling people about the event, the event, all of those things are, are great, right? So once you do that, you, the second thing that you want to do here uh, to, to really kind of set the bar, um, I would say is to make sure you bring people with you. I'm going to, I'm going to pause just for some dramatic effect. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to pause for about five seconds so you can feel what I'm going to say here. Make sure you bring people to the event. Here's the dramatic pause. All right, that was a little bit longer than five seconds, but I really did it on purpose for you guys to kind of think about what I'm saying here and, and why this is so important. Okay, so here's the thing. You are at an event. More than likely, you are fairly new. Um, and so you may not have a lot of fans. We're just going to be honest with you. You may not have a lot of fans, right? Uh, but what you do have or should have is at least three to five people that rock with you and your music, right? Whether those are friends, uh, your producer, um, you know, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, um, you should have at least three to five people that's willing to check out your music. Bring those people with you, right? And there's nothing better to a promoter than to see an artist walk in with, three to five paying people. And I'm going to say paying people. Now there are artists that, you know, try to do a show and, you know, the first thing they'll, they they want to do is uh, try to get in everybody and, you know, their homeboys and everybody else. And truth be told, that's just bad business. You know, um, it, it's bad business, especially if you're in the early part of your career. Now, if you, if you're more um, seasoned, then, yeah, you may be able to have a little more leeway. But if, if you're not, if, if you're an artist that literally, um, you know, you're starting out, you're fresh in the game, then what you want to do is like, hey, make sure that you have at least two or three of those people that, that are willing to pay. Right. Even if you got to come out of pocket and pay them, you know, I'm, I'm not telling you to pay to perform, but hey, pay for your people to get into a show, because what that shows a promoter is like, OK, not only did they a promote the show and go out and and actually tell people about the event, they actually brought some people directly with them that that does world of of everything to a promoter. Right. That's one of the best things that you can possibly do is by bringing people to the event with you. Right. So. 
The third thing is, and, and this is very important, have a great performance, right? If, if you have a great performance, if you're number one, if you're promoting that event, number two, if you bring people out to that event with you, and number three, most important, number three, if you have a great performance, then guess what? You have definitely set the bar, and I can almost guarantee you that that promoter will not forget who you are, right? It won't happen. And I say this to say... Um, there are some other things that we're de definitely going to go into and, and they're, they're going to be um, it's going to be some stuff that, you know, it, it may it may get get to you a little bit. But this is the one thing that I left out and I wanted to leave it out on purpose because this is absolutely the number one thing that you should be doing. Right. The number one thing after you you've you promoted the event and you, you've told people and, and brought people. You really want to make sure you get to the venue early. Get to the venue early. Can't stress that one enough. When you get to a venue early, number one, it allows you an opportunity to talk with the promoter. Now you can actually network a little bit more and build a, a solid rapport. You can come in and do a sound check if you need to. And, and you can leave and, and come back. You know, ultimately, you can build a rapport with that person, you know, with the promoter. If you if you get there early, sit down, talk with them, let them know, you know, concerns Anything of that nature, you can do that beforehand. And if it's a situation where you booked an extra show, you know, you want to let the uh, promoter know ahead of time, like, hey, uh, um, I got a couple of shows. Let me go on early if, if possible, you know. But the main thing, if you get there early, you establish that um, that bond and that relationship and, and that, that connection. And you can make a lot of things happen that way. So uh, definitely get there early. So now I know you may be asking, um, uh, you know, why should you make a promoter happy? Right. I mean, what what's the point of um, going out your way to establish this relationship with the promoter? So there's a couple of things, man. But most importantly, you know, you got to remember promoters usually are talk pieces. Right. And meaning that their word goes a long way. More than likely, they've been working shows in the city for a while. Uh, they built a reputation. People know who they are. Um, and so them speaking highly of you will definitely uh, go a long way. Um, the other thing that you want to look into is that uh, they'll possibly put you on to more shows. If they like what you're doing, uh, if they enjoyed your show, if they saw how well that you uh, promoted the show and brought people in, then they're going to be a little more amped to add you onto other shows that they have or reach out to you um, going forward. So all of those things really uh, and, and truly will help uh, shape your career if you do those things in the early stages. Um, so the the other thing that you want to make sure that you're doing here, right, the, the way that you can keep uh, that promoter's attention, the uh, importance is, is the importance of the follow-up, excuse me. Uh, you have to learn to follow up. And following up is something that you can do. It's very simple. It's just a, a, an immediate thing. The next day, just hit them up. Hey, thank you. Uh, for inviting me out to the event, enjoyed myself, um, you know, would love to be able to come back whenever you have something available, let me know. Um, you almost want to just kind of take the take the the charge or take the front seat there and go ahead and be proactive with putting yourself up there and saying like hey love what was going on would love to come back and you're already putting that in the promoter's head uh, you're trying to add that to the conversation to make them feel comfortable about adding you back uh, to another show um, 
you also want to make make you know ask questions ask like hey what did you like about my performance what didn't you like what could i have done better uh, ask for that feedback and also give the promoter feedback about the show uh one thing that i truly respect about both of the guys um that had a, had an issue with what was going on at the show. They came up to me like men and said like, "Hey, I have an issue, um, and I would like to address it with you." And I and I respected that one hundred percent. I love the fact that you came up to me something that you didn't like um, or you didn't feel was was right. You came up to me and addressed it, and that's something. Believe it or not. A lot of people don't do that. And so to find people that will do that, it will take you a long way. Guaranteed that promoter will remember um, your name because you you were man enough or woman enough to come up and say like, hey, this wasn't cool for me. So I wanted to know, wanted to let you know how I felt about the situation and let's see how we can move forward. And, and, you know, that's always welcome. Feedback is always welcome. And if you're running into somebody that can't accept that feedback, then truthfully, they're probably not the best people uh, to be doing business with. And that's just on a whole nother conversation. But I felt I'll give you out, you know, that for free. Um, so, now, there, there's something else that I want to go over very quickly um, to kind of sum up this whole conversation uh, today. But um, it, it's called post-promotion, right? And, and what I mean by post-promotion is you actually recapping and telling people about the event as if the event was still going on. And here's what this does. The first thing, it, it shows the promoter that, oh, this this person really cares about what we're doing here they're, they're continuing to talk about it because there's a good chance that this is an ongoing event um the promoter is doing this maybe on um a weekly basis or bi-weekly or even a monthly basis but it's something that they plan to continue to do and if you're out there constantly promoting it more than likely there's a name attached to it already uh for example the show that i do uh, on Saturdays at Pag Lounge in Atlanta, it's called Say What You Say Saturdays. That's an ongoing event. I do that twice a month, at least twice a month. Um, we do get funked up. That's another show um, at, at Wonderroot. And if you're listening to this and you're in Atlanta, um, that show is actually going on tonight, um, the, the tonight of that release. And I know I usually make these things timeless, but I will throw this out here. Uh, that's on Cinco de Mayo. So uh, if you if you are listening to this on Cinco de Mayo and you're in Atlanta, get down to Wonderroot and celebrate with us. Uh, we're going to have a dope time and live performances performances two dollar uh we're gonna have tacos and tequila just show up be there you'll have great time but that's besides the point um but you want to promote these things these are uh, more than likely going to be ongoing events so post promotion is what we're talking about so how do you post promote Number one thing that you can do to post promote is do a recap video on your social media, right? If you had somebody there doing video, if you had uh, some things that's going on on your Snapchat, save those snaps, post them on Instagram, post them on Facebook, post them on Twitter, uh, post them across all your social media platforms and say like, whoa, I had a great time last night. Here's a few clips of my performance. Hope to be back soon. All of those things, you're kind of just planting seeds in a promoter's head. You're letting them know like, hey, I'm promoting your event, even though the event is over with. Number two, I kind of threw a jab in there to let you know, like, hey, I would love to perform again. Sign me up for the next show. So you kind of just you're, you're networking and you're promoting. You're doing all of these things at the same time. It's really going to help you out uh, with establishing that relationship and staying, you know, staying fresh on that promoter's mind. Uh, the other thing that you can do is start telling other people about the venue. Let them know the venue, let them know the space, let them know uh, how the event was ran. All of those things were, are very helpful and will uh, keep you 
in the front of the mind of, of the uh, promoter. Uh, one other thing, and, and what I would definitely do, even though I know a lot of artists may not be quick to do this one, uh, recommend other performers um, that, that, you know, will be pretty good for the show. And here's why I say that. Um, if you're recommending other performers uh, on the show, that's going to show um, a huge, you know, just amount of unselfishness and, and that will go a long way in that promoter's eyes they're looking at okay well this guy um or girl if they're that open to tell me about other performers then maybe there's somebody i need to keep around and if you're spotting talent like that then now that promoter will look at you almost as a business partner type situation like you're you're constantly sending them good talent uh that's going to bring people in then just Think about where you're at now in that promoter's eyes. You're not just an artist. Now you're an asset. And once you become an asset, you're somebody that they're going to trust and call on on a regular basis. And once that happens, now you've built a solid relationship and you can probably get on the show at any point of time that you want to. Right. Um, so keep that relationship going. Uh, that That's one of the most important things you can do is, is keep that relationship going. So um, that's, you know, short and sweet. You know, I told you I try to keep these things under 30 minutes um, now and unless we're interviewing somebody and, and hopefully that's enough. So just to recap, you know, to catch and keep that promoter's attention, the first thing that you need to do is get on the radar. How do you get on the radar? Make quality music, number one. Get a creative marketing plan. Make sure you network and actually go out to the event that you want to perform at. You know, go to the event and see how it is. See how it's ran. If you go to the event and they're doing all country music and you're a hip hop artist, then that may not be the event for you. So check out the event before you want to actually go um, and, and perform. You know, go and check it out. And I guarantee that promoter will start to remember your face if you've checked out the event a couple of times before asking to perform. Um, the other thing that you want to do is make sure that you set the bar. Um, and how do you set the bar? There's a couple of things. There's four things. Write them down right now if you didn't get them earlier. Uh, number one, get to the venue early. Make sure you get to the to the venue early. You can do a lot of things with that. Networking, all of those things are very helpful. Uh, number two, actually promote the event prior to getting there. You want to promote heavy, do it on your social media, do it um, in person, go, go and do a media run, go in, and get on live shows and, and be a guest on the podcast here and tell people about the event. Uh, number, number three, bring people to the event. That's almost the best thing that you can do is bring people to the event. Promoters love that. Um, before we get to, oh, and the, I'll tell you the last one, make sure you perform, have a great performance, right? But I kind of want to, I missed this early in the conversation, so I want to make sure I say it now. The thing is, right, as an artist, never look at a, at, at a promoter as their job to get people in the building. That's absolutely not their job, believe it or not. Um, that will happen, right? The people will eventually come. But if you look at a promoter, and I mean, I'm saying this from an artist standpoint, right? Of course, we know a promoter, they want to get people at the event. They want to make sure the event is nice as possible. But from an artist standpoint, I want you to get in your mind that it's not the promoter's job to get people at that venue. Um, and the reason why I say that is because your expectations begin to drop. You literally stop doing your promoting. You, you will stop telling people about rapping because you're literally showing up at an event because you think that is already going to be popping. You think there's already going to be people there and you're not going to go out there and do do your due diligence. And, and check this out. What's going to happen is you're going to perform it at an, at an event. Maybe there's 100 people there. Right. We're going to keep these numbers realistic as possible. You're, you're going to perform at an event of 100 people and nobody will know who you are. 
because you didn't bring anybody there and you didn't do any promotion. So uh, you guarantee those people that are there, they probably got the same flyer uh, that everybody else. But if I don't know, as and when I say I, I mean somebody just watching you in the audience. If I've never heard you or see you say anything on social media about performing, if I didn't see you go hard with the promotion, um, all I have is your performance. And if your performance is subpar, then I'm, I'm going to forget about you. Right. And so that's why I say go out there and perform and, and, and go out there and promote. Never leave it up to the promoter to put bodies in front of a stage. Your job as an artist should always be to get as many people as possible to your shows, whatever you have to do. Whether that is going out and literally grabbing people and bringing them in there, whether you say like, hey, uh, I am such and such. I want you to see me perform. Hey, I'll even pay for you to come in here and watch me perform. Whatever you got to do is your job to get those bodies in there. Never, absolutely never, ever, ever rely on a promoter to put bodies in front of in front of you to perform. It's absolutely the worst thing that you can do, because if you have that mentality, you'll never grow as an artist. You're just simply waiting for somebody to do your favor. And it's this job here is not about doing favors. It's literally about putting in the hard work. And so if you want to grow as an artist, I repeat, don't look or rely on a promoter to put people in front of you to perform. You go out there and get those people, get a fan one by one and get them to come in and see you perform. And I guarantee it'll make a huge difference in your show. As, as a performer, ask yourself this one question, and then I'll, I'll leave it at that. Ask yourself this one question. How much fun do you have when you're performing in front of 20 people that you know? Or, or let's not put a number on it. How much fun are you having when you perform in front of people that you know? Versus how much fun do you have when you perform in people that you don't know, you've never seen? You know, you're on a stage and you don't know anybody. But if I'm on stage and I know at least three to five people out there, imagine the difference that performance will make because you actually know the people out there and you can perform to them. They seen you perform a hundred times. They knew you before you were even thinking about being an artist. But if you can perform in front of those people that know you already, guarantee your, 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 your energy level is going to be higher. You're going to have a better performance because you already feel like you're performing for somebody and not just on stage just to do, you know, get this next show off. And so I can get to the next one. So uh, that's it this week. Um, I told you I got to keep these things under 30 minutes. We're going to be a little bit over. Um, I do want to make sure I tell you guys about Lander. Uh, based in Montreal, Canada, Lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service by Mixed Genius. So uh, just for being a listener to today's podcast, we are going to give you a free trial. All you got to do is go to Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D for straight out the den, of course. Uh, you go there, you're going to get two free MP3s of your master. Check it out. Let Lander know. This is very important. Important. Let Lander know that straight out the den sent you. Um, it would mean the world to me if you did so. And, and Lander needs to know that we're, we're sending people their way. So um, that's it for this week. I do appreciate you guys for listening. If you are listening to this on SoundCloud, uh, we did make that announcement last week. If you are on the um, Android devices, we do. We are now in Google um Google Play. So you can uh, search Google Play for Straight Out the Den. You will see us there in the podcast store there. So make sure you um, subscribe there if that's if you're an Android user. If you're all about iTunes and iPhones, make to make sure you subscribe on iTunes. We would greatly appreciate you to do that. Rate, review, comment. Let us know what you think about us. Let's continue to grow. And please, if you like what we're doing here, tell somebody else about it. That's all I ask for you. That's it. So look, if you have a dream, Remember, 
please remember to pray on that dream, research that dream, and work until that dream becomes a reality. And I, as I said that, I just wanted to share this with you, too. I know I always end the podcast off like that, and I was thinking about the reason why. And I, I don't know if I ever shared with you guys the reason why I, I end the podcast the way that I end it all the time. For me, that's just order. If you got a dream, right, uh, to realize that that dream is is really going to come to fruition to make sure that it is the right dream for you. You, you got to pray on that dream and just, you know, ask for guidance, you know. Um, and, and once you seek that guidance, then the next thing you got to do is actually go out there and do the research. Don't go blindly. Make sure you research your feel and and what you want to do. Find out the ins and outs. Find out that like I love what we do here and I think that we're providing a great tool. You might need another tool. Go and get that other tool and add it to us and, and work it all together and go out and research whatever field that you're doing and, and, and use these tools collectively to make sure that you're getting what you need. Um, and most importantly, work until that dream becomes reality. Nothing will happen without work. There are some people that get lucky, but guaranteed that that luck was just an opportunity that pre- presented to them and they were prepared. And if you're not prepared and you, if you're not working, then I guarantee that you won't go that far in whatever business that you're in, into. So uh, I'm going to say it again. If you got a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream and work until that dream becomes reality. With that being said, I'm Jay Gooder straight out the den. See you guys next week.